Welcome back. <laughs> Live from you the get, casinos. Live. <laughs> three different three different cities. That's usually true. That's yeah, not I, uncommon. I was gonna say that's the norm. <laughs> but we don't usually highlight it. We're here now. So yeah. Uh short and crew, short uh, short staff today, our first episode of the season without four individuals. Both brothers are actually right down the road for me. They're uh, here to go to something con to meet the ninja turtles and that might sound like I'm making a joke, but I'm not. That is actually why they're here to meet the live action 1993 <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Woo! You know no what? I'm, I'm I'm glad they have something. I think everyone needs that <laughs> that that like that something that they do outside of just the norm. You know, I'm glad uh-huh. I'm glad they they have something. Right? Oh, like, oh, that's outside the norm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling Castro right before you jumped in, like I gotta figure out what to do. Maybe I'm just salty because I'm tired. So I gotta figure out what to do to make sure that my kids don't do that when, when, when they're adults. Whatever that is, they're whatever, not doing it. Whatever turn they took, it was Fawns. Fawns raised the boy. <laughs> Fawns been playing 4D chess. All this stuff, it's really he, what he wants to do, but he got his brother to think it was his idea. And you know what? Like the little William's such a cop out for him too, because there's multiple times where he's like. Well, you know, my son wants to go watch this Ninja Turtle movie, not me. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He's about to run out of years. His son's almost a teenager. He's going to have to have another one just to keep validating all the Disney movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, if you haven't guessed, it's just myself and the two Jose's today, which is good. We thought it was just going to be me and you, Jose. Not Castro. Um, Castro joining us live from the casino. Sounds like uh, just a couple hours too late. How's it going over there? Yeah, it's a rough start. Well, it wasn't. It's not a rough start. I depends, I guess, how you look at it. Because uh, I got here kind of late, anyways. Like I, around the time I texted y'all, I was in for like ten o'clock. I was just got here, got to my room, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'll go burn a little bit of time." And, <laughs> a little bit uh, of money. Well, I had this offer like to get a gift card here, but like normally they're Best Buy gift cards, but this time they didn't do a Best Buy gift card, and it was only like a Publix gift card, something else. And I was like, "Well, screw it. I guess I'll just take the free play money." And I took the free play money, and like I, I, I just put it in a random machine, and I always like bet really high on it, and I ended up winning eighteen hundred dollars on it, which is oh wow, none of my money, just money the casino gave me. How uh, how much was the free play? It was four hundred bucks, so I went from four hundred to eighteen. I eventually touched two thousand, but like your stories are always a roller coaster. <laughs> that they start, they start up. They only they always go up at the beginning. Because you know what they're doing. Yeah. They know. Of course, they know. <laughs> so how's that two thousand looking now? It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been what about an hour and a half? Maybe it's all gone. It was gone like twenty minutes ago maybe 30 so so technically not down but i definitely am not up i could have been up just a lot yeah that's your problem though like it doesn't matter how high you go you're just going to keep playing until it eventually goes back down yeah it doesn't matter this is just a pit you might as well go (laughs) put money into a claw game (laughs) into a clock this is real adult things, Mario. It's not <laughs> Williams Ninja Turtle. Real adult stuff. gambling addiction. I'd rather you be a Ninja Turtle addict than a gambling addict. <laughs> Wait, you're not in Vegas though, right? You're at a different. You're in a, like different casino. 
No, I, I'm in Tampa right okay. now. So yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you how the how the hack was going because apparently all MGM uh, casinos have been hacked with. Uh, just, well, yeah, just that they've been hacked. So I think it's tough to like play any digital games or check into your hotels or um, do the the Vegas norm. But no, nah, that's good. You're not you're not there. Yeah, there's I no guess. hacking going on. The machines work just fine. Did they, they're taking your money just fine. <laughs> you see, it was like, yep, everything's in order here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Do they have sports fine. books over there in Tampa? They should, uh, right? I'm yeah, they've got to. This guy has no idea. Straight to the slots. So. No, I like the. No, I don't think they do, actually. Not here. <laughs> They don't even have like a real roulette table. They have digital roulette and they have digital craps. They don't have like real tables. There's blackjack and then there's also poker, but that's about it. Is it one of those where it's digital, but there's like a real ball and there's a real die bouncing yeah, in the middle? Yeah, there's a real like ball and everything. And the craps one too, it's the one where the dice are just like on a, in like a container thing. Yeah, like a trouble and, bubble. Yeah, basically. And it just push, jump, makes them jump, so... Uh-huh. Guy got mad at me because the last time we went to Vegas, he sent me like an eight layer plan. And he's like, All right, uh he calls me super. He goes, All right, super, here's fifty bucks. Here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna go, put it on red. Once you win that, like, let me stop you right there. <laughs> there's no there's no step two. <laughs> I can tell you the rest is a waste of your time. And he goes, Shut the fuck up, here's the money, go do it. I go, dude. It's not it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna work. So I spent the whole time just overthinking it last time we were there, trying to feel it myself. I should have just leaned on somebody else to pick one for me. But you know how superstitious like William gets, I think I asked him at one point, like, hey, like feel one out for me. He's like, dude, no, I can't, I can't I can't do that. I can't do that. Like I have to feel it naturally. You can't just like come up and, and summon it. So I had it for like a day and a half, and finally I went up to one of those digital ones where it's a digital screen, but it's a, I think it was a hundred bucks actually. Digital screen. Um, but a real ball. So I sat there and looked and I didn't feel it, but I was psyching myself up and was like, <laughs> fuck it. I got to do it at some point. So I go red ball spins around, bounce, 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 green, not red, <laughs> not black, double zero green. And I sent a picture to guy and he goes, you fucking idiot. Why didn't you play a real one? <laughs> so now he gives me nonstop shit for playing, for losing digital, digital, uh, uh, roulette and not doing a real one. He, he blames it on me doing it wrong. I, do, I go, dude, it wouldn't have mattered what I did. But if I had played out all of his steps, he would have been, you know, like a half half a million dollars richer. <laughs> time we're all done. Yeah, everyone has a plan, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it should not start with me if you want the plan to have any sort of Yeah, it's the chance. worst thing ever. He's the worst gambler. He's the worst gambler than me. <laughs> I'd watch what you put Mario and do the exact opposite. Like what's, how can this go the exact opposite way Mario's going? And that's what I would bet on. Uh, it's the universe knows what I, what I truly want. Cause if I, I guarantee you, if I knew you were doing that and I had like five bucks and you put a hundred, I would root for you to win the hundred. So I'm like, he'll give me 10 bucks. It doesn't matter. But once the universe senses what I want, it'll make you lose. It'll make me, it'll make you win. So you got to, I'm a master at this by now. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it whenever you're just not looking. Last moment, you're just you're thinking you're gonna win. Bam! Last call. Boom! Put my bet in. You won't have Strategy. time. Well, my my luck is off to a great start in the fantasy universe and fantasy realm. As uh, we're on the uh, heels of that Thursday night joke of a 
show. I just saw a headline actually that's I saw Alexander Madison and racist, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> what did he do now? <laughs> uh, turns out uh, he revealed a bunch of racist messages he had received in DMs on Instagram after the game. And the quote was him saying, like, under this helmet, I'm just a human. So uh, moral of the story, I, I need to get off Instagram. <laughs> Ooh, wait, he was saying racist things to someone? No. Oh. Other people were being racist to him after his poor outing. Yeah. And my joke just now is that uh, I should stop messaging people on Instagram <laughs> because I was one of the victims of Alexander Madison's <laughs> shit night. <laughs> Uh, but we'll get to that. We're here to do the preview preview show in full. I I think I feel safe in saying that this may actually we have a shot at an hour because uh, it's a late one. We're squeezing this out. We all uh, have money to lose at casinos and other areas. Um, I'd like to get get through it, get to it. So six games in front of us, three people means two of us apiece. Uh, We'll get going. I did actually finally finish recapping last week's preview. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'll go back and review our predictions after the games, but I'm not going to listen to our recaps. This is too much. There's too much, too much podcast, too much time. But I did go through and finish. And yeah, uh, Jose, you're 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 on it on highlighting the things we were wrong about. But there was a fair amount of things that that we were right about as well um i wish i wrote them down castro you had some bold calls on on a few that were just (laughs) that were nowhere near nowhere near hitting and i do remember fonz i heard fonz taking a shit on uh it it was so funny because he was so wrong and it was so unprovoked he goes i just want to say i don't like and god jose you pointed it out last episode i wish i had the name in front of me was it for my team I don't know if it was from your team, but Fonz went out of his way to say, I don't like this guy. And oh, Tank Bigsby. It was Tank. He was it like, was I, I think he's going to be a bust. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> like straight up. But he, he he does that shit. He did that to me when I drafted Saquon. He was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't I don't really like him. And I think your team's you're just not going to do that great great this year. I'm like, what the f- who the fuck are you? Like, back the fuck up, Fonz. <laughs> you know what Fonz would say? He's like, the universe loves to prove me wrong because if I'm not mistaken, you won the, you didn't, you, he goes, you're going to miss the playoffs and you not only didn't miss, but you won the title that year. So he was as wrong as he could have been. And then he goes and shits on Tank, Tank Bigsby. Bigsby has a monster. He doesn't have a big game, but he's a monster looking run. He gets in the end zone and he had a, quote unquote fumble, but he's really just standing there and a the guy took the ball away from him because he thought the play, <laughs> the play was dead. Yeah, that's not a real fumble. <laughs> so uh saying he's gonna be a bust, yeah, maybe too soon to do a victory lap, but he did score and man, he he looked powerful on on one run in particular that I can remember. Um but it I I'll try and be better about those because they're after like after you know the truth, you just want to go and just yell and just say stop, stop right now. You're digging yourself this hole. You have no idea how wrong you are, but I will give Will credit. He called a couple wide receivers on the dot, and fuck, this is a worthless story because I can't remember the name anymore. Um, it was oh, it was the Pickens. He's like, get Pickens out, get Zay Flowers in, and keep Sutton in, and that was like he batted a thousand across the board. Like he had the perfect lineup set on that one. So we well, do hit a couple times. <laughs> yeah, which ones did I hit on? Well. <laughs> I I think it'll come back to me as we're reviewing players again. I know I called uh, Jacoby Myers. I don't know if I said the start him, but I did say he was going to be better this year. Not on the preview episode. Not on the preview episode. And I do I did re-listen to my my George Kittle take, and I was like, yeah, I don't love it. And then I looked at the bench, 
and it was Fryermuth, and I was like, Ugh. and then I looked at Kittle's touchdowns. He had like twelve in like the last six weeks, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I, I guess you got to do it. I guess you got to do it. And Pat caught one ball. It just happened to be a touchdown, and Kittle had way more targets, so it was still the right process. But uh, yeah, there was, that was just a little, a little bit of back and forth. Um, anyway, this is our week two. I'll be better at collecting notes, and we'll we'll eat some crow uh, next week, hopefully. Let's do it. As we put our, our necks on the line here. All right, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Fonz is fresh in my mind, so I kind of want to take his matchup. Uh-oh. Oh, Fonz, Fonz is already fucked. Taking on Miller. Uh, both teams are 0-1 right now. Uh, it does look like both have a, a, a good line. I say a good lineup, but they actually... Um, put guys in their lineup and like one person in our league. Um, right now, Miller has the edge in projections, 95 to 86. Uh, going through Miller's lineup, um, Josh Allen, Derrick Henry. Uh, I, I want to stop there. I feel like I'm going to be saying this a lot um, this time as we or like, as we're going through the previews, because I feel like week one was so weird um, and there wasn't a ton of great fantasy performances. So I feel like, it's going to be a bounce back week for a bunch of people. Um, I, Josh Allen, I would hope is one. Derrick Henry, um, I would think so as well. I mean, he didn't have, you know, he didn't, it's not like he sucked it up last week. I think it just, you know, the, the touchdowns weren't there. But uh, if I'm looking through his game log, he does score against the Chargers. I think the Chargers are, their run D's injured or they're banged up right now. So like, I, I would bank on that, per, that like Derrick Henry having a bounce back game. Um Raheem Mostert, which I I believe Raheem's injured. Um, he he just he always... got taken off the injury report. Yeah, oh, I did thought he? he was gonna miss. Just got taken off Fuck. two hours ago. I looked it up because I mean, might as well let the cat out of the bag now. My my dad called me. He's like, "Hey, I I'm gonna lose in this guillotine thing." He's like, "So what do I do?" I looked at I just looked at Raheem Mostert, who was in his lineup, and he said taken off the injury report and was a full practice participant, which is so not like him. But he he will be going. Well, that's a bummer because I was hoping that he might sit this one out and A-Chain would get a good look at uh, taking on some some of those carries. But all I guess I'll, the A-Chain. <laughs> all aboard the A-Chain. I guess I'll have to <laughs> wait a little bit longer for that one. So, okay, maybe that makes sense. Uh, Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper. Um, yeah, Evan Ingram. Um, Kendrick Bourne? Kendrick Bourne. Okay. Oh, he got him off the waiver wire. Got him off the waiver yep. wire. We'll see if that's legit. Oh, that's a good one, too, because I think... Uh, no, isn't there? A, oh, never mind. I'm thinking Jacoby Myers. Uh, he's, yep. he's on the he's on the Raiders, not the Patriots. Never mind. I was like, I, oh, that's a good one. But I mix up those mid New England wide receivers all the time. I think I've had that exact same mix up three times this week. Uh, yep. Kendrick Bourne, yeah, eleven targets, six catches, two touchdowns last game, and Miller's buying in. Uh, and then Dalvin Cook, uh, kicker in the, in a D. Is Dalvin Cook cooked? I, <laughs> Like, I don't know if I... Uh, 13 for 33, wow, 2.5 yards per carry last That's week. what I'm looking at. Uh, but, like, I don't... The options, Cam Akers, Tank Bigsby. Ooh, I would put in Tank Bigsby against Fonz. Oh, he's a bust. For sure. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's the whole reason. I would, yeah, 100% put in Tank Bigsby for Dalvin Cook. Um, Over Dalvin. Maybe not Dalvin. I don't know, man. Like, Jets, you know, Zach Wilson under center... We all know what that what that looks like. I don't I go, going against Cowboys D. Like I don't I don't I don't think they get anything going in the air. I think this is a run heavy game. Um, 
So Dalvin should stay. The Cowboys' biggest weakness is their run defense. Um, they drafted Mozzie Smith to try and stop that. Um, Saquon, that game you can't even you have to almost throw out. So we don't really know if it's worked yet or not. But you're right that the Jets have nothing else. I, I, yeah, I said this about Richardson last week, but I don't think they're going to let Zach Wilson throw it 30 plus times. If if he throws it more than 20, I think they're, the game's gotten out of hand for them. True. Yeah, I agree with that. So like Dalvin by default, right? It's going to be a, and Brees is still kind of coming back, so you can't really tr- trust that they'll lean heavily on him despite his explosive runs last week. Yeah, that checks out. I was I was I always look for like someone on the bench that could be worth a conversation of like, should I start this person? But yeah, I think with all that with that intel, I don't I don't think I would I don't think I would change anything. I, I definitely wouldn't put in Cam Akers. Um Hollywood Brown, I don't, I don't love that Arizona Arizona offense. Um, Musgrave, but he already has Evan Ingram in the starting slot, and uh, he looked good last week. They're going to get up against Kansas City. Um, I always think any team who plays Kansas City is either going to be a shootout or, um, you know, just a very bad <laughs> offensive performance. And I think, I think Jacksonville has, you know, has weapons to do that. Um, so yeah, I don't think I change anything here. Still holding on to Lenny and, and Kareem, though. That's interesting. He's burning two spots on two unemployed guys. I can't imagine. <laughs> I would have. I would have. I would have cut one by now. I don't the know. Second There's... he does, they get hired somewhere. It's true. <laughs> and somebody will sign. You know, William will scoop him up. Oh hell yeah! This whole fab. <laughs> William will. He's a crazy yeah. whore. Tutu is interesting after his game last week, but playing against the Niners, uh, Cam Akers, same thing. I, that guy looked like. Dude, the the Rams running back situation is so hard to predict. Um, yep. But all we can go off is the most recent sample, and the most recent sample says that Cam Akers is back in the doghouse for whatever reason. And yeah, Hollywood Brown, I don't like better than. Nope. I would say maybe Bourne, but they're playing New England's playing Miami, and Miami just forced the Chargers to throw a bunch. So I think he's going to get a handful of targets again. So I, I agree. I don't touch it, Castro. I don't like Bourne, but I guess the situation's good. But I don't know. He, he just seemed, I don't know. He he has never really done anything like that before, so I'm not convinced. And I don't know, is Juju playing? Uh, or Parker? Parker's the big one because he missed last week. Um, I don't Juju see any. believes his yeah. knee is 100%. I was gonna say I don't see any injury des- designation for Juju, but I, I don't. I just I, I don't trust that guy. Yeah, Devontae's questionable uh, at the moment. Uh, well, I guess I wouldn't change anything. I don't like it, but I won't change it because all the other ones have really bad matchups. Screw it. Good thing takes me against Fonz, making me his words. <laughs> that would be a bold play. He's not going to sit Henry or Mostert, so it would have to be over one of the three wide receivers. So, like, Kendrick Bourne is the obvious one. Or maybe Dalvin Cook. That It's too bold. He only had, like, five carries last week against the Chiefs. <laughs> Sorry, seven carries for one for 13 yards. Like, less than two yards per carry. And he fumbled. Well, not really, but... Kind of I mean, yeah, no. I, I Yeah. I was gonna try to reason. I was like, unless it's it's just a, a blow, uh, like a, a blowout, right? Kansas City just just takes the lead, early lead by multiple touchdowns, and uh, that wouldn't make sense either. Never mind. I don't know. I don't. I don't think these these are those Chiefs anymore. 
after what we saw. I know they've had 10 days to prepare, but I actually picked Jacksonville. I picked Jacksonville to win this game. Did you? Yeah, I didn't feel great about it, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) My bold bold call. All right. Uh, I'll flip on over to uh, Fonza's side. Uh, Dak Prescott. I mean, we talked about like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, trash. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Cowboys, you know, defensively did amazing um, last week. And in like, I think think Mario, you mentioned you're like, yeah, but Dak like took none of that credit in his um in his stat line because i think he only had like six fantasy yeah six fantasy points um but you have to think um you know he bounces back this week against the jets um he has that stack with cd lamb david montgomery aj Dillon's good uh, is is great because aaron jones is i don't think he's gonna play i, I didn't see the latest listed I was as just questionable. trying to look it up i'll find it for you uh listed as questionable um I think I got like I don't know why man these like TikTok and Twitter X algorithms know me cuz like anytime I log <laughs> into looking for like uh prop uh research or uh fantasy intel like I'm just loaded up with like my the top news and like um I, I the one I got earlier was like Packers injury report and I'm pretty sure Aaron Jones was on there and they were listing him as um according to the intel like doubtful to play he's he, I don't think he has a doubtful tag on his um, on his name right now, but I don't. I don't think he plays based on that. He he missed practice. It says today missing a Friday practice is never a good sign. Uh, two days before the game, and it's a hamstring. So even if he does play, why would they want to risk him by giving him an insane workload when AJ Dillon's probably perfectly capable? So I think I like it. Yeah, good play. You know, I don't know. I don't like AJ Dillon. Like I don't think he's ever flourished, what? even when when uh, Aaron Jones got misses. In the role. Yeah, when he's got the like full games so of when he's lead back, he's never done anything. Like uh Madison? Yeah, he's not like a Madison level handcuff. Like maybe maybe with this new offense and the more freedom that Matt LaFleur has, now that Aaron Rodgers isn't there calling the plays for him, maybe he has stuff like dialed up for him, but like in past games, AJ Dillon's hasn't done much. So you looking at his last season, you're you're kinda right. There's not a lot of games where he had um, like over a 60% uh, snap share, but a couple he did, he looks to be touchdown dependent. 11 for 34, four points. Uh, 18 for 93, that was a good game, and he got in the end zone. That was 17. That was his biggest game. 11 for 36, not effective on the ground, but he got in the end zone twice. Uh, 11 for 36 again, not effective, but he scored, so 10 points there. 12 for 41, not great, but he scored, so he got 10 points. So unless there's a better option on the bench, he's a threat to get in the end zone against an Atlanta defense. You're not probably not super scared of. Maybe there is another option on the bench. We'll get there. Um, I was going to say. Dion. Oh, okay. Hold on. All right. I see it. Okay. Others in his starting, on his starting roster, Alave, you got to do that. Kincaid. Yes. Cause I don't think he has any other tight ends to go to right now. And Kincaid actually looked, pretty good uh in his uh debut last week um Jahan Dotson Michael Mayer he's got Michael Mayer <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fire him up funds oh yeah so, this is why you draft him in the second round you could add a defense but you took Mayer <laughs> uh Khalil Herbert uh kicker in a D um yeah going through in his bench um Chase Edmonds you don't love that Deion Jackson Kyron Williams though what do we think there that's the one I think he's a well. He's playing the Niners. I see why he didn't put him in right away. Uh, 
before I saw the Niners, I thought he was kind of a no-brainer start. Yeah. Um, apparently, like, but forget the snap share, which was 65%. I don't know what the rush share was, but he had 15 carries and obviously scored twice. The difference, I heard it was like 27 to 3, Kyron over Cam Akers in terms of routes run. So he's in the position to catch balls and make plays that way, way more than Cam. At least he was in week one. The Niners... I don't know. We were all ready to call the Rams dead last week, and then they surprised us all and won the game. Uh, the Niners seem like less of a Seahawks uh, caliber team. I think they're more reliable to be dominant and play well. I don't know. I do, that, I do like that, Matt Stafford more than Geno Smith, and I feel like Matt Stafford always finds a way to stay competitive, and I think it is going to have to be like through the air. So I think Kyron Williams will get the opportunity, but I, I don't feel great about it because the Niners are really good on defense. Sit and wait, make them. That's what I was going to say about Miller's team. Is the good thing is if two two plays well against the Niners, well then you can trust him going forward because he's not going to have a much tougher matchup as it happens. So if AJ Dillon does get the bell cow role against Atlanta, I like that matchup better. And if Kyron plays well against the Niners, then you know from now on, all right, I can use him every week, presumably, unless. McVay does this shit. What if Aaron Jones plays? What if Aaron Jones plays, AJ Dillon resorts to the backup, would you still start Dillon over Kyron no. Williams? Absolutely not. You, you would put in Kyron Williams over AJ Dillon? Mm-hmm. Unless Aaron Jones, or what, sorry, AJ Dillon gets a touchdown, he's going to get less touches, even though it might not be a complete workload. You'd have I mean, to he, assume. Had, he had 13 carries last week. Uh, AJ Dillon did even when Aaron Jones was going off I might still just because of the matchup like who's more likely to get a goal line carry and yeah I'm just scared of the Niners D that's that's kind of where my head's at is like if if they're if it's if it's a link if it's like a, a, a true injury and it's 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 bothering him but they're gonna be like you know what or you know we think you can play they suit him up I would still bank on like it he tweaking it during the game Hamstrings um, are easy to re-aggravate. Exactly. Um, and then that would just result in AJ Dillon, you know, getting more snaps or um, you know, taking over the goal line work if, if they get there. So yeah, that 49ers G, I didn't see it earlier when I when I was combing through it, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't like that. And I think AJ Dillon stays in no matter what for me. I think I'm with you. I might be more inclined to consider swapping him out for Herbert because he's in that three headed monster back share with Deontay Foreman uh, and Roshan Roshan and Khalil he only had a 36% snap share last week most of his yards came through the air I don't know where did he score a two-point conversion or something I don't know where he got eight points from because he only has like 64 yards he must have got a two-point conversion Uh, and they're playing against Tampa I think Tampa still has a pretty good defensive line last I checked yeah, Ugh. it's more of a toss-up between Herbert and Kyron Williams for me. I think I go Kyron Williams with, for that one, too. Scary I just defense. like Matt Stafford. It is a scary defense, but Matt Stafford, who did they play? It was the Steelers? Like, Kenny Pickett's, like, what, uh, second-year QB? Mm-hmm. And that, o- or that O-line's not, like, that great either. Uh, I think Stafford... He's just he's just a competitive dude. Like I think he'll find a way to make you competitive. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote Kyron also over Khalil. I, I, yeah, it's, 
It's a true toss-up. I don't. I don't say it with much confidence, but uh, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I would suck. leave it as is. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Fonz. Good luck. Do it, Fonz. <laughs> Just do it. I like his receivers though. CD Olave and Jahan Dotson. It's a good three. He's pretty stacked. Good three. Scary Terry's coming back this week. Oh, did no? He played last week. Last week. I thought he, he was out really, last week. No, he just didn't really do anything. Oh, you're right. Okay, my bad. I, I thought he sat out last week. You, I don't blame you for thinking that. How about his Cardinals defense? Is it really not a better defense? I mean, I guess they played okay against Washington, but he's really banking on the Giants just being a, a cash cow in terms of they don't hand out 32-point games, Fonz. It was a fucking <laughs> fluke. What fluke? Fool, Fonz. I was on the... I'm on the opposite opposite side of that because I I have Giants D thinking that <laughs> you know Cardinals are going to be terrible, but like they they showed up last week. They wasn't it wasn't an easy win um, Put up a um, for the Commanders. So yeah, who knows? Can't trust anything. Oh damn! Is it Pickums time? It's Pickums time. Pick stems. I already put in my picks. I just don't remember. That. Yeah, me, Castro and I took Miller in this matchup. Mario, I don't think he voted. I wait. No, I wait until the show. I wait live time because I want to make sure I get to say my, my piece and influence the decision. <laughs> Fawn's a nine-point underdog at the moment. Oh, God, this is tough. Give me Fonz. Damn. Give me Fonz. Give me David Montgomery and A.J. Dillon both getting into the end zone this week. Fonz didn't even pick Fonz. Did he not? <laughs> I don't know. Such a Fonz move. <laughs> uh, Miller pick Fonz. No, he did not. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by That's the way, I I I, I wasn't he- I wasn't here to bring it up last week, and I didn't bring it up on the recap episode. But Warwick and I played last week, obviously, and Warwick didn't pick. And when I messaged him, I was like, "Hey, you're missing a pick. Pick your fucking game. I don't want you to miss out at the end. If you're if if if, if it's one's the, one pick is the difference. I don't want it to be this. And he's like, uh, "No, I'm gonna do a gentleman's thing. I'm I'm not gonna pick this game. It's also <laughs> it's also bad juju to pick yourself." And I'm like, "You son of a bitch." So uh, I don't know if he's gonna do that for the rest of the season, but um, yeah, he's not picking his own game. So we'll see. We'll see where that takes him. Should have gone that way. I said that all too. season. He's gonna forfeit. I don't. I don't. I don't. 16. I don't wow. know if he's going to do it all season, but he did it for our game. Maybe it was just a gentleman's agreement because he respects my game too much. I don't know. Did you put in a pick? Absolutely. Pick myself. <laughs> yeah. Fail. Well, you guys tied on that one. <laughs> uh, you're right. He fucking <laughs> Miller picked Fonz. Pity vote. Miller and Work, and now me are the three Fonz Fonzinators. Watch for watch for Miller to throw this game. We're gonna call. We're gonna have to have a meeting if he uh, <laughs> if he bets the other way. Missing two votes there. That's true. Uh, Thirteen. Yeah, we have eleven total. Okay, that's a wrap on game one. Castro, you want game two? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll take. Let's do. Let's do Isaac versus Wark. Speaking of Wark. Uh, they already both had players go, and both players did pretty well as of right now. So Isaac have a full lineup. It's projected eighty three to one thirteen with Warwick having the advantage. Damn. Uh, start off with Isaac. Isaac had Jalen Hurts go on Thursday, and he had a bounce back game. 
And uh, and can we can I just point this out real quick? And this is Mario knows probably where I'm going with this. This is just something that rubbed me the wrong way during that Thursday night game. So the tush push. So the Eagles are up. The Eagles are <laughs> yeah, he up. He likes that. <laughs> the Eagles are up two scores, and they're running the ball, super efficient. Running the ball, trying to burn clock. I think that particular drive was like a 15 play drive, nine minutes that ended up with no points. At one point, it was a timeout or something had happened. Maybe it was a quarter in. And you see they show a shot on the sideline, and it's A.J. Brown bitching to Jalen Hurts and bitching to the coaching staff about God knows what. It's passion. Oh, passion my (laughs) butt cheeks. Bitching about something. You figure we're up by two scores. We're running the ball all over them. We're moving down the field. We're wasting the time. Things are going good. Everyone should be happy. Nah, this little bitch is crying probably because he didn't get targets. So the very first play that cuts uh, after that is uh, they throw one to A.J. Brown and the defender all over him because he sucks ass, swats it down. And the next, like, three passes go to A.J. Brown, and I'm glad that bitch didn't get any of those. Didn't get nothing. <laughs> well, including, yeah. including a touchdown. After a guy had done nothing all night, including a touchdown, that Rashad fucking Penny, what's he even doing in the game, negates by holding somebody for whatever reason. So the little bit Good. of light. That's I, karma. <laughs> A.J. channeled myself. He did exactly. He looked out for all of his fantasy owner, owners in the universe and said, look, motherfucker, no. you've already gotten – DeAndre Swift back from the dead. He's good. Devontae <laughs> Smith's got two. He's good. Where the fuck is mine? We're in the third quarter. My guys are sweating. Maybe Come take he care shouldn't of us. be ass. <laughs> he had a touchdown. Fucking Penny erased it. it. He had a chance for another fucking one. Fucking Penny. Figures fucking in. Anyways, sit down, take a back seat, number two wide receiver to Devontae <laughs> Smith. Uh, it pissed me off because they got out of field goal range. So 15 play drive, nine minutes. No points. Ridiculous. All because someone wanted to have a t- temper tantrum on the side. All because Rashad Penny's hold backed him up and then Hurts no. got sacked twice. That's what There's no reason to throw range. it. They could have ran it. They weren't stopping the run. I'm sure they would have gone in if they would have kept running it. Uh, it just makes me mad. It was a selfish play. That guy's a little bitch. Uh, I hope he doesn't <laughs> do summarize. anything for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, basically. Selfish-ass player. and ass player now. Anyways, back to the oh, match. He gone. Oh, right, <laughs> he ain't doing anything to me anymore. <laughs> no, I realize he's already gone this week. <laughs> we'll have to wait till the playoffs. Oh wait, you won't be there. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Jalen Hurts went uh, back to normal. It seems twenty-five points. Good game. Um, the Eagles looked really efficient on the ground that game. Uh, and yeah, the running backs, he has Zach Moss and Samaje Pirine. He has uh, Michael Pittman, Brendan Ayuk for the wide receivers, Cole Komet on tight end, JSN, and Eckler as his. Oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. So Eckler mm-hmm. doesn't look like he's playing. He he's ain't projected playing. like zero points. Uh, Judy okay. probably Who slots does he up. Have? I mean, Judy, or he rolls with Nakua, but again, Nakua's been a little banged up, and he's playing the Niners. Yeah, that's a tough one. Or you could really have some stones and start Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Let's see. Three targets, no catches for Sky Moore. Damn. That's gross. I mean, with the three extra days of practice, do you think there's any chance Mahomes made those guys live at the facility 
and say, we're going to straighten this shit out because you guys are not going to embarrass me on national t- TV again. <laughs> I would. I would hope That's so, yeah. <laughs> so it does, doesn't work. Eckler's coming out. So JSN, we kind of glossed over it last week. Not an impressive debut. Not not a not a Zay Flowers type performance with his three catches for 1.3 yards. Now the whole offense sucked, but I think DK, did he get in the end zone? Yeah, DK he did. score. So, um, you know, the elite still produced. I'm not holding it against them. That's kind of what rookies are supposed to do. But when you see 15 targets for Nakua and eight catches for Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison scored twice already, not super impressed with three for 13. So short yardage. We don't know if Gino is is old Gino or new Gino right now. I know you're not really scared of the Lions defense, but I don't know. Maybe they should be. Maybe that, that defensive line gets after Goff. I don't know. What do you think, JSN or Sky Moore? Uh, I still go JSN. Um, it, it it was a bad offensive like outing the second half of that whole game. And uh, sure, JSN didn't have a great game, and you could argue the other rookies did. But JSN also had DK and Tyler Lockett in front of him, and not it not to mention the run game, which the Seahawks still live by. I still think though, like he suits Gino's game the best. I don't. Gino doesn't like to throw the ball deep. He sucks at it anyways. Like. This guy should get open in the in the bottom, like in the zones. So I, I still roll with JSN, but I do not know who you replace for Austin Eckler. Like he's too thin. Maybe you take a shot with I guess it has to be Jerry Judy, but I hear like he's he might still be injured. He not he might not play a full like workload. Um that report came out that said no no snap no snap count for Judy from oh. Sean Payton. You gotta There's do it, go. there's no one else. Yeah, I know his name has been frustrating, but he had a good year last year. He was wide receiver 18 on the season. Um, and that's even with missing two games. So, I yeah, he's more proven than the two rookies that he's that he's deciding between. Or like, sorry, Sky Moore is one and <laughs> Nakua is, Nakua is the other. Again, same like thing, Sky though. Moore if Nakua, if Nakua outperforms JSN against the Niners while he's banged up, then it's probably like until further notice, Nakua needs easy attention. It's the nod. Auto um, start. Uh, at least, yeah, until Eckler comes back. But he's got a lot of points to make up with Eckler gone. He's got Zach Moss and Samaje Pirine and just starting running backs right now. Yeah. That's tough. That'll be fine for this week, right? Well, the good thing about Zach Moss is that Deion Jackson had maybe the worst performance i've ever seen in my life yep <laughs> i kind of touched the ball that much now was he a healthy scratch last week or was he injured moss I think he was he was injured bad form okay so that's good it wasn't like a uh healthy scratch situation uh against houston yeah not scared of that and then Piran against washington i don't know man isaac looked to get off to a hot start with brandon Ayuk last week and Come one o'clock, I felt like an idiot, and then everything just flipped upside down with Aaron Jones and Christian McCaffrey just exploding after that on uh, on Joe's side. Hang on, though. Would you like maybe like maybe consider Sky Moore going in? Like I, I I get the performance last week. I get Kelsey's coming back, but like I would trust him over Tony. And this is projected to be like the highest scoring game of the week. Right, like, but it's 
it's so Judy's in. So it's pretty much between JSN and because he's not going to sit Pittman. He's not going to sit IU. It's pretty much mm-hmm. between JSN and Skymore. Or Puka Nakua. Like, those are the three. Pick one. Well, he has to start JSN. He has to replace Austin Eckler more than likely. Well, that that's a flex spot. Right. Yeah. They're both in the flex spot. JSN and Austin Eckler. But I'm saying, if Judy slides up, there's still one spot. It could be JSN, Nakua, uh-huh. or Skymore. Got you. And I, I don't... I know everyone's going to laugh if you suggest Tony or Skymore, but I don't blame you for that thought. Because just like I said... They they got embarrassed. Like there's ego to some of this as far as what that performance looked like. They've had three extra days to practice. This should be a high scoring game, like you're saying. I I could see a situation where Sky Moore has a decent game, but uh, I don't know. It's just scary. <laughs> it's scary. Like like the no. safer plays, JSN. Yeah, because Jason but like, can catch. <laughs> but like how three catches for sixteen yards? It's not the point. Is he caught him? Like they were throwing his way and not caught. Sure, but he didn't go anywhere. He's playing the Lions, right? That, you're not afraid of that. Not afraid of their defense. The, what everyone points to, apparently when these two teams played last year, it was like an 80-point total. It was like 42 to, to 38 or something like that. Um, so everyone's expecting the same explosion. I just, I'm scared of the Seahawks team. Jose, you said it to start out with, is this is this the new norm or is it a bounce back week for a lot of these guys? And if it's bounce back, I don't know. I don't know. It's not hey, my team. I- if if this were my team, I might I might throw in Sky Moore in place of JSN. I'm a thirty point underdog. I gotta I gotta go. I gotta swing. Like that might be it. That's me. Uh, I guess if you're swinging for the fences, you might be right. That might be the better play. Well, I forgot how much I shit on Sky Moore to start this season when I was pointing out Isaac's draft pick. He was wide receiver, 133, 22 catches last year. <laughs> Still has no touchdowns to his name. So I'm not sure Sky Moore is even the home run threat that we that we think he might be. So maybe and JSN. Nakua. Well, Nakua's got a tough matchup, but they're probably going to be down and, and forced to throw. I think between Nakua and JSN, um, maybe JSN just in the hopes that it's a lion shootout. Maybe. Yeah, and by the way, I, yeah, that's this isn't me proclaiming that you know Sky Moore is going to be, be you know be the wide receiver one for the week. This is just like if if this were my team. I don't know. Maybe that's what I would do. You're I don't. I don't, I, I don't want to make bold calls. I, I, I'll say what I what I would like to happen. What I think might happen, but no way am I going to say. Oh no! That, first mistake. You left Sky Moore on your bench. No, I'm. I'm, I'm in no. <laughs> well, no way to we say need that. a Richard Sherman in here. Someone to say garbage. Someone to say everyone's trash. Crabtree's an asshole. <laughs> on the other side, uh, Ork has Patrick Mahomes. No questions there. James Cook who is, uh, looks like he gets most of the work there in Buffalo, too. Uh, Jamal Williams, still no Alvin Kamara. I don't know if the rookie's going to pr- play. Uh, I haven't read anything about him. T. Higgins, I think that's going to be a bounce back. Uh, Calvin Ridley looks awesome. He had an awesome tight end week. Uh, TJ Hawkinson put up 18.6 points. God. Well, didn't Hawkinson used to play for Isaac? He traded him to work. And yeah, he, last last week, Isaac played McCaffrey, who he traded to Joe. So all of Isaac's former players are coming back to get him. <laughs> yep. Uh, and his flex spots, he got CJ Moore and Chris Godwin, and then the kicker and defenses. Uh, kicker for Kansas City, and the defense is the 49ers, the defense we're all afraid of. <laughs> um, If I had to replace someone... 
I don't like any of them. He has Darren Waller, too. Uh, I guess I don't like DJ Moore against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they looked decent. But, I mean, I don't see any other options. So. Bounce back game for DJ Moore. Let's go. Bounce back. Uh, I wanted to be sure before I said it, but Calvin Ridley also used to be Isaac's player that he traded away. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. If you're in DraftKings, take the over on Calvin Ridley this week. He's your buy of the week. Uh, are you guys? I mean, what about Algier? He's starting he's, him, isn't he? Oh, he's not. He's starting on the bench. Him. He's on the bench. Yeah, maybe I'd over DJ Moore. Over, yeah, over DJ Moore. I'd start him. I think I'd do that too. Uh, that's probably the only move I make. I wait and see on the Gus bus. That could be a committee. Uh, yeah, no, I don't start any Ravens. That's not Zay Flowers. Yeah, Algier got the work, like more work than we were expecting. And I don't know. It's hard to say it's been one game for Bijan, but the early trend is that Algier is not going anywhere immediately. He's at least going to get half the, the snaps in that game. And that coach does love to run. He does. And I, I heard somewhere too that it was very similar to like they were doing kind of like the Zeke Pollard thing where like they treated Algier more like the the traditional running back and Bijan was like the gadget dude who you throw passes to or give some run play to. Hmm. But Bijan's just so good. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, DJ Moore is my first candidate, but I don't know. I don't love James Cook and Jamal Williams is probably safe because he's not on my guillotine roster anymore. So now he's free to explode. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'd look to see if Kendry Miller's active and think about it. I, I would want to get Algier in either way. I probably like him over all three of those guys, Cook, Williams, and Moore. So whoever the fat yeah. is on those, get one of I, them out. Yeah, I might do Algier over over Williams. I would keep DJ Moore in there. Um I mean, yeah, Tampa Bay allowed like what three three hundred three fifty um, against the three fifty passing yards against the yeah against Cousins and the Vikings. Like, I don't know, man. I would leave DJ Moore in there. True, true. I don't know what the Tampa pass rush looks like. I know the uh, Packers pass rush got all over Justin Fields, forcing him to dump off to running backs all day long. So DJ Moore just had two targets the whole day. Um. Also, yeah. based on what we know, like based on week one and the game last night, like looking at Warwick's team, a little bit, it's kind of scary. Like it, it, it's a, it's a competing team, man. Obviously, he's coming off a championship work, but I'm like, man, there's a, there's a lot of good names here. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is like a karma character you're playing all season long, where no! it's only say nice <laughs> things about like Warwick put up a post earlier about drafting a defense. And I saw it had two, like a like a heart and a goat thing, and they were both from Jose. Oh, that was like, me. He's, re- yeah. he's really taking this far. Giving the champ his flowers, man. You gotta you gotta respect. <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. I I really mean it. I I feel like last year, all season long, I was like, man, like Warwick's not seriously competing. He's just getting, you know, lucky. And may- maybe he is. He may- all fantasy football is luck sometimes. But looking at his team, I'm just like holy shit. Based on week one, right, and based on the game last night, like you know, mm-hmm. small sample size, but. Uh, it's looking good for him. It's he's had a lot of guys that were sort of like 
they have a chance to be good, that they all sort of broke the right way. Like Jamal Williams was the obvious one, and he hasn't done it yet this season, but he obviously could. But Calvin Ridley first came back, like he waited two years on this guy to come back and explodes out of the gate. Probably the best debut you could possibly hope for. Uh, Hawkinson, I think I haven't looked it up, but that, of course, against Isaac, that might have been the best game of his entire career uh, to go for two touchdowns the other night. Probably. Algier, yeah, he went from just being in a timeshare last year to just exploding at the end of the year. And now two touchdowns to start it off. And Mahomes, obviously. Like Bijan in the backfield, too. Yeah, so like he's a lot of things are breaking his way. This this is a guy who had T. Higgins go for zero last week. That's not going to happen again against Baltimore. Joe Burrow loves playing against the Ravens. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on that note, I'm picking on uh, Warwick. I didn't go through it. Who did I pick these? Uh, you picked Isaac. Yeah, you picked Isaac. I'm changing that. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am also taking so, work. We're we're saying like obviously we don't all get our picks in before Thursday. So as long as we're in before Sunday, they're still valid, right? Yeah. I think uh, Sunday at noon, I that's the cutoff. I'll I'll that's when I log it and you can go back and you can make your change your pick, but it's not gonna matter. Um I also delete the previous week pick, so there you know, every time you go to pin messages, you don't have to keep scrolling or to see the most important stuff. So um nice. but yeah, there's there's Sunday at noon. Nice, nice. Okay. Game two down. Game three. I'll start from the top. That's not mine. That is you, Jose. You are facing off at Noe Cruz, neighbor Noe. Neighbor Noe. Um, I guess if Noe beats you, does that two chance he's going to scream out at the end of the night? Fucking probably. <laughs> it's the king of the block. He's, he's going to spell, in in that he's gonna spell out the entire battle of the Zay Flowers. B-A-T. Spell it across <laughs> next door. <laughs> Uh, did y'all, did y'all right. see that video of like the 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 Eagles couple? They I, I don't know, they were at a bar or whatever, and after the they won, they like interviewed some chick, and uh, she was you know celebrating the win, and then she whatever she got interviewed, she said something, and then she tried to do the the Eagles chant E A G L E S, but she was like uh, E G L L E S, like it was just like <laughs> spelled completely wrong. Uh, I gotta find that. It was hilarious. Hold on, we gotta. Take a quick break because William texted. I, I saw I that. Ignore that shit. You gonna ignore it until his brother stops posting pizza pizza shit on our page. Also, <laughs> yeah, one of them. What what is that? Yeah, eighteen seventy seven mineral water. That's all I got. To God say. damn it! They got they got a sandwich. They got in at the same time. Uh, Castro makes fun of them for liking Peter Piper pizza Piper pizza, which I think is for children. Uh, they have, they have to quote William, if you were to put up one of those quotes up, like, you know, five stars and put it on your commercial, it's just a really awesome pizza place. That was, <laughs> that was his grown man review of the thing. <laughs> they, they have pizza, they have games. It doesn't take a lot to please those boys. And, no, he uh, gives a good review because he's like, but the prizes are kind of eh, like, I'm not sure about them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! Uh, not David Buster. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Somehow, Fonz, as he started to rediscover social media, found the Peter Piper Pizza page, and I hate that I've said it three <laughs> times now, giving them more plugs. But <laughs> I told him today to stop putting pizza shit on the thing. <laughs> and apparently, when Justin confronts him on it, he was like, "Oh, I think I got hacked. I don't know what's happening." And Justin was like, "Is he fucking with me, or is that is he is that him or not?" It's like, nope. And it's the thing. The funny thing is. Uh, 
I think Justin listens to a majority of them, but he has no idea what we're talking about. So it's not like 1877 where it's prevalent enough to be a, a noble reference, obviously. So this is the last time we speak of it. Okay, boom. <laughs> no more. All right. All right. Jose, current four-point favorite over neighbor Noe. Uh, Noe already had pff, kicker defense go. Jake Elliott drilling a 61-yarder. I caught that. Uh, yeah, at some point during the night. They even showed the AWS statistical probability that he would make that 61-yarder, and it was like 16%. And I was like, oh, I'm good. He's not going to make that. Like, there's no, he's not going to make that. And then, no, of course he fucking makes that. Oh, I'm so annoyed. Whoever made that probability got fired. <laughs> For real. <laughs> uh, yeah, 12, 12 points, including that 60-yarder. He did miss a field goal, though, so uh, yeah. he got one point of those back. And then Eagles defense, man, I think they were, they were looking uh, beastly for a minute there. So many fumbles, including both of my fucking players, uh, lose fumbles to the Eagles. They had four at one point, uh, two sacks on top of it, and uh, I didn't see their point total. They must have been over 12, 13 or something like that for a little while. But then Captain Kirk goes a little wild, goes on a little touchdown, junk time uh, streak towards the end, managed to get 28 on the board, lowers their lowers their point total to six uh, when it was all said and done. So, yeah, it was – could have been worse. You got a little bit of those back. Uh, all right, moving down to – let's start with your side. Yeah, Russ Wilson. Uh, I just re-listened to that episode where it was like, Russell Wilson, trash. <laughs> Saquon, Barkley. <laughs> Saquon Barkley, Ramondre, Keenan boom, Allen, boom, Debo boom, Samuel, boom. George and Pat, the double tight end. We'll see. The we'll double tight end. <laughs> And then Garrett Wilson uh, with Zach Wilson. You don't love that. Uh, Riley Patterson, after his three points last week, uh, I I can't do it anymore, but he would have found he would have been off my team immediately. Thought um, about it. Kind of surprised. Kind of surprised he well, still has. Because last year, uh, last year, the year before, I think it was the year before when I, because I think last year I had Bucker. I didn't have a steady kicker and I was like, I'll just keep streaming them. But every time I would start a kicker, they would have like, under four fantasy points and then i would drop them and be like i can find someone better but then the kicker i had just dropped would go off for like 11 plus yeah. and i'm like what the fuck um so i really wanted to drop him um but i'm like you know what let me just give him another chance this week we'll see how he goes i did i did really want moody uh 49ers kicker but i think will took him so patterson it is for one more week all right, double down. Yeah, uh, that has happened to me a bunch, actually. As soon as you cut them, it's it's like whack-a-mole. As soon as you move yep. one, they pop right back up. Uh, I looked at his last 12 games. The Lions, they had a slow start last year, and then I think went 7-2 and two or 8-1 and one or something like that to end the year. And uh, since after, since week 12, his low, his worst game was 7.3. It's like 8, 7, 14, 12, 15, 9, 8. So this was his worst game as a, as a good team. It was the opener. Uh, maybe they bounce back as we saw Seattle is not all that as they let Pukunukua rookie walk all over them. Pukunukua. Uh, so not a bad bet there. Looking at the bench. Oh, you got the Giants D against the Cardinals. We talked about that. Uh, looking at the bench, uh, you are getting. Oh, OK. Uh, Mac Jones and Bryce Young. You're not starting them. Well, I thought about Mac. I did think about Mac. Oh, yeah. I, I might think about Mac, too. 
Bryce, uh, yeah, you're going to want to see it first before you you throw him in. He didn't have the best outing in his first game. But Mac Jones, I mean, he's he's got Bill O'Brien as a coordinator. And even though he was a bad coach and a worse GM trading uh, Hopkins for David Johnson straight up back mm-hmm. in the day, he does know a thing or two about offense. And we saw a little bit of that as he got Mac Jones to, to look pretty competent against what we think is a good Eagles defense. I don't know. Kirk Cousins just lit them up too. But they're supposed to be good. Yeah. Um. Wilson, yeah, you know better than I do. For the, from the outside looking in, it's that he has not been good in a while. I saw he had two 20-point games to end the year last season. Um, so he's not completely cooked. But Mac is playing Miami, and that's a game he assume Miami's going to put up a bunch of points on him, and maybe it's another passing game situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I might go Mac there. I think I'd go Mac too. You would go Mac too? God damn it! Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm I, I'm 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 thinking about it. Um, I just maybe it's just the name. I'm I'm just it's not a sexy play for me. Um, I I really want. I've had Russell Wilson since we started this dynasty league, right? Like so nine years. I really want him to have one good season in this new team. <laughs> I really want it to happen for him. Um. I'm not ready to give give up on him, but I, I don't know, man. Starting Mac Jones over Russell Wilson, I just I, I I don't know what to do. You cut off all emotions. <laughs> Make the logical choice: Mac Jones versus the Dolphins. He only ran it one time for one yard last year. The rushing used to be where you got a lot of the value, so that's where his 15 points turns into 18 or 19 when he when he gets a handful of rushing yards, or maybe even gets in the end zone. I'm seeing that he completed 79% of his passes, which speaks to maybe the Sean Payton offense that he's going through. But it was only for 177 yards, which tells me either the defensive line was in his face all day, so he had to get out the ball quickly, or maybe his just his depth of target is smaller now. Um, yeah. With whatever it's a, it's a new coach, it's a new system, super small, small sample. That's immediately what I'm saying. I don't know if Chase Young is playing for Washington, if that's going to play a part in how quickly the defense gets in his face this week. Um, Jerry Judy's back. There's a lot of little variables, little factors coming in. I think if I'm, if I'm getting out of the minutia of all of it and going with just recency, yeah, I think Miami Miami's going to be able to put points up. And I think um, I think Mac Jones looked better with his new coordinator than Russell Wilson did with his new coach, at least in the first game. So I yeah, I think I lean Mac, but I acknowledge anything's possible, obviously. The other move I consider is uh, Friar Muth, swap him out for Zay Jones. I, yeah, I was thinking about that too. When I made the comment about uh, the Vegas has that game, Jacksonville and Kansas City being the highest scoring game, I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should listen to the, my own advice and swap out uh, the double tight ends here. I'm glad I listened to this podcast. Right yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jones, any thoughts? I know he didn't have the greatest game. A lot of it was due to the fumble, but he did have seven rushes and he did have seven targets in his debut with the Patriots. Any thoughts about Zeke over? I would have said Firemouth. You're not doing it over Ramondre. You're not doing it over Saquon. So, yeah, probably not at all. Even though Garrett Wilson has a shit quarterback, you're just banking on the talent there. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't. I don't think Garrett has a has a good rest of season, but I don't think this is this is going to be one of a <laughs> one of the good games for him coming up against the Cowboys. Um, but I I can't I feel like I can't sit him. I'm not going to sit him. 
if there's like any passing weapon, it's him. Um, oh, I still have not seen that play. I got to look up that. Oh, you got to see it. It's awesome. Gotta see it. It's awesome. <laughs> if Fonz would stop posting fucking pizza, maybe we would have seen it on the social media page where it belongs. <laughs> we got hacked. <laughs> oh, I just saw him move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be I'll be looking at twelve on one to see who uh, to see who's in your quarterback position. Obviously, Zay it's Jones not an in for Fryermuth. That's that's what I'm comfortable doing right now. And your projection <laughs> just went up two points, so now you are a six Ooh. point favorite. All right, on to the other side. Isaiah will let you remain uh, neutral on this one. We got the Jags, T Law, and Etn, Miles Sanders, and Zay Flowers finding the starting lineup. George Pickens, who man, re-listening to that podcast, knowing the results of of Pickens, I mean, he had seven targets. You know, it was there, uh, but he wasn't really going anywhere with him as he only got five catches for thirty six yards. Uh, Sutton, that scares me a little bit. His splits with Jerry Judy are not great. I was attracted to him last week because Judy was out. Uh, then we got McKinnon and Kyle. Pitts, uh, kicker and defense, both Eagles. They already went, as we talked about. Looking at his bench, you got Jared Goff against Seattle. Man, if Trevor Lawrence was playing the Niners or something, I might switch Goff in for for that. But Trevor Lawrence is playing Kansas City, so you assume he's going to have to throw him. Uh, not McLaughlin, not Scott, not Claypool. Man, I don't think you can make any swaps. I don't see anybody on the bench, not Chase Claypool. Drake London, he's supposed to be good, but Jesus Christ, that team will not throw the ball. Yeah, and also, too, he's playing against the Packers, and he's probably going to get Jair Alexander on him. Not a good matchup. Oh, man, I saw a really funny video of uh, Jair Alexander doing a post-game interview where he's talking about how he got an interception. I'll send it to Fonz and not not paraphrase it, but I just – I didn't – I think it was Jair Alexander. I didn't – I couldn't see the front of his jersey. Uh, but I just, I didn't know how much personality that, that guy had when I guess he got a, Jair got like a pick uh, on Tua to end the game. And she's like, take me through that last play. He's like, oh man, that's easy. It just starts like high energy. He's like, I see Tyreek come up. He's like, man, that guy's fast. He's like, let me go this way. He just <laughs> he had so much energy on the thing. I'll, uh, I'll send it to Fonz and hopefully it'll get posted by the time anybody hears this. But it was a, it was a funny interview. I watched it a couple of times. But Tyreek or TJ? it was Jair talking about defending Tyreek and picking oh. off Tua. Yeah, gotcha. uh, I'll send it to you guys here in a minute, but uh, and I'll send it to Fonz so that everyone can share. But uh, yeah, I, I was looking at McKinnon kind of sideways, but I don't know. Not even I know Drake was bad, but McKinnon thirty-one percent snap share, zero carries, one catch last game. You wouldn't start Drake London over him? Um. Well, I mean, Drake London didn't do anything better. Like. <laughs> I, I know, but at least he was a highly droughted prospect. McKinnon's like on his fourth team on his last couple years in the league. I'm just not sold that the Chiefs know how to run the ball. So they're going to just pass. And McKinnon is like the passing guy that. Mahomes likes and especially if Travis Kelsey's out there taking like a lot of attention underneath a lot of that attention underneath like yeah I think I'd take a shot on McKinnon and it's going to be a high scoring game versus Drakeland since week 13 last season I don't remember which week Desmond Ritter took over but it was definitely in the back half of the season 
Drake London's targets, 12 by week, 11, 9, 8, 8. And then he had one in the opener. But he was having a little bit of a of a trend. What are the odds he gets one targeting? I don't love it, but I don't like McKinnon either. I'll say I'll say okay, keep well, right of London for one more week. McKinnon, like the last what four weeks of the season, five weeks of the season, 25, 26, 9, 17, 6. But he's getting way more usage at that point. Look at his snap share. 57, 62, 47, 48, 37. Well, I'm assuming this game's gonna be a shootout, like in they're not going to put CEH or Isaiah Pacheco out there to catch the ball. I think he's just a good catching back, and they're going to. I think Mahomes likes to use him, and like as little as he probably trusts his wide receivers, he's probably going to give him the ball. And Watch that be exactly what happens: CEH and Pacheco out there catching the ball instead of McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> I. We, I mean, there's only two of us. We have our first disagreement. I say Drake London outscores Derek McKinnon on. Sunday. Never take Mario's bet. That's all I'm going to say. Remember I'm going to make a opening highlight story. reel of all your wrong calls from last <laughs> week. We all had wrong calls, though, so it's uh, editor's discretion. <laughs> that one. Uh, and Jose has to remain neutral. We don't know his true thoughts. But we'll keep it at that. All right. Time to pick him. Do you have a gentleman's agreement on this one? We do not. <laughs> so you picked. I'm going to assume you picked you. I picked me. No, he picked me. Wow. That's about it. I thought there'd be more drama on that one. I just added my vote to your your pile as well. I'm taking Jose. Castro has Noe on the site at the moment. Staying. Damn. Staying. I hope he keeps Jarek McKinnon in and he loses by the difference between Jarek <laughs> McKinnon. Keep him in, Noe. Don't worry. Don't listen to Mario. <laughs> Three down, three to go. Well, so much for our hour. There it goes. No, we're at an hour. <laughs> the window. Yes. Uh, the previews are way more fun than the recaps, just because we don't know. <laughs> we just get to debate it. Do y'all want to snake this? Do y'all want to go, and I can uh, I can bring us home for the final matchup since it's y'all two going up against each other. Yeah, I'll oh, do. You want me to, do you know? Do you know what a snake is? You know, snake. Works. Oh, like back. Oh, snake dress. Yeah. Wouldn't Sorry, it be me then? Or I guess you, sorry, you just went lame. Yeah, Go ahead. I'm like I'm like pick 10 or pick 12. I can back to back. All right, next one on my list would be Joe and Scott. Joe, king of Captain Kirk garbage time, or the uh, beneficiary at least. <laughs> 364 yards, four touchdowns, 28.56. That might be the best quarterback performance of the year so far, even better than Tua last week. Uh, points really, wise. really quick on that note, I have scoured the history books. I have turned all the pages, and I'm pretty sure Joe has a record for the most quarterbacks on a roster at six. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Joe. Kirk Cousins, uh, Aaron Rodgers. He tra- just traded for Brock Purdy, Geno Smith, and he's got two in his taxi, uh, Hendon Hooker, and there's one. I can't see it, but I know it's there. Um that's six or seven? That's six. I can't you named count. six already? I'm opening up on the iPad for, for confirmation. Pretty yeah, sure that's he, a record. When he traded for Purdy, I was like, isn't I just I remember Fonz on the podcast saying he's got three quarterbacks because it was like Gino and Kirk and one other guy. And then he traded for another one. So Fonz probably lost his mind. 
Get out of here. Super flex. Super flex, Joe. <laughs> He's ready in case we transition at any point. <laughs> okay, yeah. Aiden on the taxi, Aiden O'Connell and Hendon Hooker. That's two. Aaron Rodgers on IR. Um, and then we got Brock Purdy. He just traded for Geno Smith. And then the sixth is his starting quarterback, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> That's our record. It, yeah, it has to be. See, we trade. Uh, they did that trade, and immediately Joe put Gino on the trade block, and I just laughed. I was, no one's gonna so buy did that. I. So did I. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to influence it. I was gonna put the little poop emoji. I was like, maybe somebody will bite. I'm not gonna say anything. But um, I'm so sorry, far, no. Joe. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I, I was gonna, yeah, make the laughing emo- uh, emoji, and I was like, nah, I, don't, uh, I won't do that. Just to him. cut him, Joe. Just let him go. No one's gonna give you anything. Damn. Uh, anyway, sorry to be straight. Giving it to him straight. <laughs> well, if you got Kirk putting up twenty eight, you don't need Purdy, and you don't need you don't need Geno for that. But uh, moving on down, Christian McCaffrey, Damian Pierce in place of the injured Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Mike Williams, Travis Kelsey will make his return. Right now, he's got Aaron Jones in the flex. I I don't think he plays, man. And even if he does, I don't feel good about it. Like I said, it's hamstring. It's not like a it's not like it's an upper body injury. He needs those legs. And is that like, I don't know, is that an age thing? I know he had some explosive runs. Did he get hurt after one of those long ones? Yeah, it was after a long one, I think. Maybe. He's not that that old. He's, what, 27? 28. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Old fuck. <laughs> yeah, tweet, tweets his hamstring in the week one win over the Bears at the end of a long touchdown catch and run. Yep. Mm-hmm. Age will do that. This guy's well, eight years, five, seven years, six years younger than me. <laughs> Age will do that. <laughs> Get it? I pull a hammy getting out of bed now. I'm 34. I'm just like fuck. Yoga man, got to yoga it up. Got to do it. Tell him. Tell myself that too. All right. Aaron Jones is in, but I don't think he stays in. Then he's got James Connor, pure volume, and then Justin Tucker leave him in and Buffalo against Vegas. Well, after I comb through all the quarterbacks on his bench, I eventually get to. Justice Hill, uh, Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, Hayden Hurst had a good outing. Those are kind of the only players in consideration. Uh, we are looking, I I guess I'd leave Pearson. Just he's he's the guy. He's gonna get the volume there along with uh actually 45% snap share. What happened? Who took those snaps in the backfield? Damian Hurst? No idea. No, it was uh probably single Terry. Oh, single those guys oh, all switch teams. Was it like a throwing match or whatever? Like, were they throwing too much? Or were they behind? I didn't see any of that game. Uh, they played. I don't remember who they played. Oh, they played the Ravens. Yeah, they were down like twenty-two to nine at some point. Um, That's probably why. Um. Yeah. Well, Connor. Connor definitely has that backfield. Eighty-four percent snap share. So yeah, just keep riding that out. Um. Yeah, Justice Hill, Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin. You got to throw one into the flex. I say Mike Evans over Aaron Jones. That's where my head was at too. I think so too because the Bears did not look good against Bryce Love and Baker looked better than we all thought last week. Uh, I don't know if he can do it all season, but Evans had 10 targets. Jordan um, Love. Okay. I was like, Bryce Love? Who's that? Bri- I always call him Bryce. I always call him Bryce Love. <laughs> it wasn't you know, Bryce last Love. Last week – yeah, he was the running back that never turned into anything. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he was um, hyped up, but we're not going to go there again. He was he was an Isaac pick. Yeah, we did this exact same thing last time. <laughs> Jordan Love. 
Also, on the recap, I noticed I talked about Christian Kirk, and I gave I gave Calvin Ridley's credentials to him. I was like, oh, he got suspended for gambling, and he hasn't played in a year and a half. He left for mental reasons. And I said that about Christian Kirk, but my brain totally flipped. That was Calvin Ridley. I, I talked about the wrong guy. So mm. Scott heard that. He, he's probably like, what the fuck? I didn't know this about, <laughs> about this guy. <laughs> Uh yeah, Mike Evans over Aaron Jones. We like we like Pierce and Mike Williams over McLaurin and yeah, Justice Hill. I think you wait and see. I know he scored twice, but uh I don't know. I feel like every year the Rams have some kind of committee going on because J.K. Dobbins gets hurt and then they they try to piece together after that. Y'all remember Tyson Williams, the Ravens, the, the Ravens, yes, the Rams. Dude, I don't know what's wrong with me. Long day, <laughs> Ravens. It's been a long day. <laughs> Uh, Tyson Williams, Williams, right? Tyson Williams. Yes. Tyson, Ty, T-Y apostrophe. He was yes. like the big waiver wire pickup after week uh, one yeah. and then just bust after that. So no. I'm with you. Wait and see. Wait and see there. Um, yeah. Get Mike Evans in over Aaron Jones. Unanimous decision there. You know, uh, this team might have another record too of holding on the same kicker year after year for the longest streak. He's automatic. I don't dog. remember a time that Justin Tucker has ever been a free agent in this league. I'm trying to find his 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 history, but I'm sure you're right. <laughs> I got into an argument with my dad over the phone on the phone. I said, "You you drafted a kicker in the fourth round of an 18 player league," and he goes, "But that guy gets me points." I'm like, "Doesn't I'm like getting into all the minutia of it and telling him why like replacement level players and 18 like cool, I, I got eliminated right? So why is he listening to me? But uh, I'm telling him all this stuff, and then when I'm finally done making my argument, he goes, "Yeah, but last year I played in a game, and his points were the difference in me winning, so I liked him." I'm like, so it's so like trying to convince a boomer of, of anything. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's got his mind made up. Yeah, shut up, Mario. What do you know? Not even in the league anymore. You're you're one of the lower <laughs> projections this week. You better watch I your hope, fucking mouth. I, I hope your dad texts you on Sunday, like, "Hey, good luck." Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up Justin Tucker, you son of a bitch. I'm looking at the history. Yeah, I don't see he's. It looks like he's always been kept because because there's just draft history with for him and uh mm-hmm. and that stops 2020. Um, Without transition, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know I've kept Odell was my first round pick, and I've kept him this whole way. So I might have the record for player unless he drafted Justin Tucker back then and kept him all the way through. But, but you've had so Od- as- Odell since the beginning. 2015? Yeah. I've, I've, had, I've had Russell since 2015. Dang. So it might be. But this, but this is a kicker. Like kickers, you we drop left and right. So this yeah. would be the hard one to justify. Someone would really have to just want this record to beat it because you don't keep kickers <laughs> ever. <laughs> I mean, kickers age well. How old was Vinatieri when he retired? Like 45? I was going to say. Tucker might have, yeah. might have another decade in him. Yeah, but like. Can you name one besides Justin Tucker that's been around for the past like ten years? Um, before uh, like Vinatieri was the obvious one. Mason Crosby has been around for a while, uh, and then Seabass yeah. was around for a while. There's like it's, it's like tight ends. There's like five, and then the uh, rest are at risk to be fired. Wait, Seabass? Are you talking about the Buffalo one? No, Janikowski. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but they're yeah they've been gone for a minute now. The only other one I can think of is the Steelers guy. He was there for a while. Boswell? Boswell, yeah. 
Yeah, I wonder who the longest tenured. Like uh, Greg Zerline's been around for a while, but he bounced around. So it's rare for these guys to stay with their one team for a long time. Yeah. Crosby was probably the best example. Yeah. Um, and Robbie Gould's been around for a while, but he went from the Bears to the Niners. But or, to stay like fantasy relevant this whole time. Yeah. To be with the keeper every year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to your cousin about that. He thinks McPherson <laughs> is worth keeping every year. Uh, anyways, let's continue because we're yep. getting up there in time. I'm doing it. Okay, so McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, we said we said Aaron Jones out, which is probably going to be a given. Mike Evans in. Over on Scott's side, Scott is a after the big Kirk Cousins game, he is a 36 point underdog. So we're probably looking at a swing for the fences lineup here. Justin Herbert, good start. The double B Rob attack. Jalen Waddle. Uh, Christian Kirk, Tyler Higby, Elijah Moore, Traylon Burks, kicker defense, um, Jordan Love against Atlanta. I probably do not do that. Keep Herbert. Damian mm-hmm. Harris, Devin Singletary, Elijah Mitchell, Gainwell, Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd. I don't see any home run hitters here. Nope. I don't, but I don't like Christian Kirk. I will say that just right away. I never have liked him. And it seems like Zay Jones is the number two there, so Christian Kirk's like the slot guy now. And honestly, I'd probably go Tyler Boyd because Joe Burrow does love to light up the Ravens, and I'm sure they are like pissed about what happened to. Mm-hmm. I might go there if I'm swinging for fences. I'm with you. Yeah, he's he's been known to have a couple two touchdown games. Um, yeah, Tyler Boyd ran 84 percent of the snaps as opposed to Christian Kurtz 60. And so, yeah, when they run 11 personnel, uh, so meaning no slot receiver, Kirk wasn't out there. Uh, so. Yeah, Zay Jones yeah. and uh, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Um, I'm with you there. I'm with you. What did Traylon Burks do last week? Two catches on three targets. Garbage. 18 yards. Yeah. It's Ryan Tannehill sucks. Trash. Yeah. The only thing I'll say about. Kirk is that they're playing the Chiefs, so is it a is it a pass pass situation where the volume will be there? But uh, I think I still prefer Boyd. I do. I think well, Calvin Ridley is going to get a lot of the attention too, and then Zay Jones did well, so I don't see any reason for them to not. How about Bobby Trees and his ten targets and a seventy five percent snap share going against the Colts? Over Traylon Burks. If what's his name plays, uh, CJ Stroud ended up on the injury report. I don't think it's serious. I'm pretty sure he plays. I think I like that better than that. Than Burks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Although DeAndre Hopkins is hurt, he might not play. Oh, actually, okay. But it, it's hard to tell though with him because the report is, oh, he didn't practice like all week, but Hop does that like all the time where or he's done it a lot in his career where he just doesn't practice the whole week and just goes out and plays and like gets his like 13 14 targets <laughs> so could be one of those I, I'll, I'll put that condition in uh if hopkins is out burke stays in otherwise kirk and burke's out boyd and woods in what if i told y'all that last year christian kirk put up 22 fantasy points against the Chiefs in week 10. Uh, 92% snap share, 12 targets, 9 receptions, 100 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Now, I know Ridley's now there. 
I know that's that obviously takes away from that that target share, but maybe, maybe mm-hmm. no. He was literally the only thing that they was... had. Zay Jones last year. Oh, maybe. I still don't like. I just have never believed in Christian Kirk. Like I don't think he's a good football player. Trying to find the last big double-digit game Tyler Boyd had, and that was week seven of last year against Atlanta. Other than that, he only broke double digits one time all of last year, including two games against Baltimore, one where he was three catches for 32, and another where he was five catches for 51. So three and five points. (laughs) Damn. I think I swung the other way. I'm back on Team Kirk. (laughs) <laughs> the real Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough uh, I, one. That's tough I one. like I like Trevor Lawrence, but I just I don't like Christian Kirk. I never have, never will. That just makes me think he's gonna have a, a another amazing game <laughs> when you say stuff like that. <laughs> well, I mean, you could bet on him, I guess. But I fucking did bet on him. Yeah, absolutely. No, not yet. <laughs> All right. I don't feel good giving advice on this one. They're just so Father, trust your heart. Bobby Trees, <laughs> Tyler Boyd, or Traylon Burks. That's like the split for me now. I'll say leave Kirk. Fuck it. He had that in a monster game at least. Maybe he'll get more snapshare this this time around. Don't know. Swing for the fences, right? That's what we're trying to do. Yep. yep. You've got thirty points to make up, so yeah, fuck it. Go for sailing. All right. With that said, I'm not picking Scott. I will go with Joe. <laughs> Who, who I, I also pick Joe. Who the fuck did you pick? I don't know. I don't yeah, damn it. I think you pick. I think you pick Scott. You pick, you pick Scott. I'm gonna stay with it. <laughs> <laughs> Going against uh, you guys. All right, two more for you guys, and we're out of here. Who's the other two that we haven't done? Who's the other one besides William? William. William. Oh, oh, oh. Skip him. <gasps> William versus Justin. Oh, he set his lineup. Look at that bitch. He did set his lineup, and the projection is 90. Dude, he did this just to fuck with you. Look at the flex, or look at the wide receivers. <laughs> what a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you leave it like that, William, if you're a man. I had to. I had to. I have no one else. <laughs> the projection is 99 to 115 in favor of Justin. Uh, they've already had players go. I think Justin had two players and William had one. I will start with William's side. Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, as a QB, DeAndre Swift, who had a monster game this Thursday. Um, we, we talked a little bit on the preview episode, uh, or the recap rather, because we were a night before the Thursday night game. We said, hey, Gainwell's out. What do you do about one carry Swift over here? And I, I didn't re-listen, so I don't know what we said. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Well, I'm he surprised it. he did it. But, like, I don't understand why people hate Swift. Like, he's not a bad player. Makes no sense. And Makes and sense. honestly, the Vikings suck. They could not stop the run to save their lives. Like, it may have just been a perfect storm, and this may not happen again. And especially if Gainwell comes back, I don't think they just give DeAndre Swift a starting role. I think it goes into, like, a 50-50 split, maybe. So, but it's good that he showed up and he shows some value because he was just dead in the water. <laughs> it makes no there. sense. Every time the guy gets work, he produces. It's the strangest thing to me. 
And he's like a highly drafted, like he a good profile coming out of college, a highly drafted player. Like he has checks all the boxes. It, I, I don't get it. Every time he plays, he does well. And now the new question is, well, why did they sign him and give him one carry last week? Well, now they gave him the volume. Why did they sign Penny if they had him as a healthy scratch? I thought he was a scratch again this past week until I saw him on special teams. So I I don't know what they're doing. I don't know I what they're heard, doing either. I had heard somewhere like someone saying like the strategy might be like get a healthy Save dose him. of rotation. Like they don't want like any of them missing games due to injury and stuff like that. So like me, it could be one week we give this guy more carries. It could be just a mess. So I don't drop Rashad Penny after this week <laughs> is what you're telling me. I, I, if you have the space, I wouldn't because he could have a game, I guess. But it'd just be a crapshoot. So um, other than that, he has Kenneth Walker going, Nico Collin, Gabe Davis, uh, Juwan Johnson, the third pick round or the third pick man. Um, third round pick. Yeah, there you go. Third round pick. Sorry. Isaiah Pacheco, Rashi Rice, Moody, the kicker from uh, San Francisco, and Indianapolis Colts defense. Okay, he's not going to leave those two on the flex. Pacheco and Rice? Uh, not Rice. I, no. Yeah, it's Pacheco and Rice in the flex. Yeah, he's probably going to put in Shahid. Yeah, I think he put in Rice just to troll you. Yeah, probably. A little bitch. <laughs> I hope Bryce goes off too. Like I, oh, I want him to just go off. Don't use them all year, William. You little bitch. The Saints Panthers is the Monday night game this week. What a waste. Yeah. Oh, damn. I don't know. Would you guys start Gabe Davis against Justin? Probably. Well, I guess you need a swing. Because you... who else does he have? Rashad Bateman. He has nobody. I just that's yeah, <laughs> that's it. About that. Brandon Cooks is hurt. I forget. I forget whose team I'm looking at. There's, there's no <laughs> options. Here. Uh, I think that's the only move. Rashid Shahid moves on up over Rice. Rice. Yep. yep. That's all. Everything else stays. On the other side, this is always the one that's tough because it just there's too many options. Lamar Jackson, Josh Jacobs, ass, Tony Pollard, Stefan Diggs. St. Brown, uh, Dallas Goddard already went, got 2.2 points, six catches, seven targets, only 22 yards, not not good. Um, but then Devontae Smith balled out for him. I think like within two catches, he already had 100 yards, uh, ended up with 31, 131 yards and a touchdown, giving 19.10 points. Uh, he has Joe Mixon uh, in the other flex. He has a kicker from the Chargers and Dallas defense going up against the Jets. Uh, I'm going to look at his bench real quick and see if there's anything. Yeah, we always say it's tough, but I think there's been a lot more clarity recently on his lineup. Like Amonra used to be like, do we trust it? But now it's like lock in every week. I'm actually really surprised. find a way to put Jordan Addison in. That's what I was going to say. I'm really surprised he didn't put him in for week two. And, like, that might be over like Joe over, Mixon. That's all he could do because you're not going to put him over Diggs or Amon Ra no. uh, or Devontae Smith at this point. So it would have had to be over one of the three running backs. It's not going to be Pollard. And you hate Josh Jacobs, but he did win the rushing title last year. So it, it'd have to be Mixon. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 
I probably still would have gone Mixon, especially against William. Like he, I know he scored last week, but he's still a rookie, and you're not playing against Philly. Like I don't blame him for not starting. Yeah, no, I think moving forward, though. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, I think Justin Jefferson is going to take too much attention, and they'll leave him one on one, and he's fast. So, yeah. Uh, the only other thing would you do? I guess you have to stay Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson did put up twenty points there last week, but he can't throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, there are two Monday night games this week. Yeah, it's uh Saints and the oh. Panthers and the Browns and the Steelers, and they're only an hour apart. They're going to be simultaneous. I guess. Dang, it's wild. Is it always that way for week two? I feel like there's. It used to be week one they did a doubleheader, but. Huh. Uh, I remember around like the holidays last year, they did it too, like right after Thanksgiving or something. Holidays is when, so, yeah, you get like the additional games on Saturday, Saturday and sometimes so. on Thursday for the for the for the holiday, the actual holidays, and then yeah, and then two games on Monday. Like that's when it starts like flexing out to cover more 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 days out of the week. But yeah, mm-hmm. well, there's nothing I would do with this team. Same can't. I think it just stays. Watson get to the pick, Lamar. Um, did you have something for that? No, just Watson versus Lamar. Just monitor closely. Keep watching. I'll stay with Lamar for another week. But <laughs> I, I'm, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Justin is not going to win anything with that pervert on his roster. <laughs> Bad juice. <laughs> Bad karma. Suck that, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Justin. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think there's any surprise here. <laughs> Ten votes to one. Uh, Justin is the favor here. Dang, the favorite. William is always the underdog. So the only one him. vote for Will is Miller. Fonz. Dang. Whoa, Miller. hold on. Let me go witness in person. Fonz's name underneath Justin. Let me go see it. I don't know. If Fonz <laughs> has voted. You're right. He hasn't voted. Damn, I don't see. Wait, I don't see Will either. They're the only two. Oh, because they're so busy. So yeah, it's busy. Ninja Turtle Week. TMNT. <laughs> Got turtles on the brain. <laughs> wait, is that uh, is that a lyric from from the? It's actually a uh, turtle power. <laughs> oh, okay. Turtles okay. in a half shell. But when I said it, I was like, that sounds close to whatever. It, yeah, that's what I was like. It sounds familiar. Rolls off All the right. tongue. The, the final matchup matchup of the week. It might very well be the matchup <laughs> of the week. Uh, the very spilled close. milk sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> spilled, spilled milk, milk sponsored matchup. matchup of the week. Burrito Supreme. Caster's team projected 95.8. Going up against Mario's Mayabana Canada Don't. Projected 94.4. <laughs> Starting with Castro's side. Uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, everything you said. Bounce back game and he puts up. They they just They just love fucking crushing on the Ravens. Uh Najee Harris, Jameer Gibbs, Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf, Njoku at tight end. Uh two flex spots held by Hopkins, Howlin Hopkins, uh and Romeo Dubs. Dobbs? Trash. How do we say this? Dobbs. 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 Trash. Dobbs. <laughs> uh kicker and Saints D. Young Way Young Way Koo. Kicker and Saints D. Um yeah. I think the only questionable one, obviously, is is, is Hopkins. I, I don't know if he plays, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I think we always get that injury designation a couple days before, and then he just ends up playing. So, um, But looking through your bench, I don't 
I don't know if I'd put in Odell. Uh, Start Tony, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll do it, Mario. Do it. Next available <laughs> option is Kadarius Tony. Uh, very, very poor week one. Uh, start Tony. I'll start Jefferson. Straight up. <laughs> Fans, <laughs> take that day. <laughs> we should Have the, the no hands contest. The match with no hands. <laughs> uh, then you got what? Josh Palmer and Quinton Johnson on the bench. I have to think that those guys stay there unless Mike Williams or Keenan Allen go down. Right? Like that's well, that's actually. The, Actually, all Saints receivers kind of like went off against the Titans last week. All like Saints all, receivers, yeah. Like Thomas, Olave, and oh Rashida. yeah, they all kind of went off. So this might be just one for like matchup based. I just don't know which one of them to start. <laughs> I think Josh Palmer gets more of the snaps. They still treat Johnston as a rookie. I think you have a an unjustified affinity for Josh Palmer. I do not believe in that guy at all. I know you keep waiting for him to be the guy. And I think that's what it's rooted in that. You just had him since rookie and waiting for him to be the guy. I don't think it's coming, man. It's coming. I I mean, unless one of the, one of the, you know, top two go down, right. I mean, then, then that's what he's waiting for. He's waiting for Keenan to, to exit stage left. And then, uh, uh, Mike, big Mike who always gets hurt. So I, I don't blame you, but, yeah, oh, you're saying you just don't think Josh Palmer's it? Like it's it's. I don't. Got it. I don't think he's him. I think I'm banking <laughs> more on uh, Justin Herbert just being a good QV, young QV, and uh, I think these two are just the next guys. I think Quinn Johnson's miles ahead of Josh Palmer in talent, uh, but it's just he drops a lot of balls, and I think they don't trust him that much yet. Side question: I shouldn't give you this pro tip. Cool you. Why is Noah Gray still on your roster? <laughs> Just in case. Travis Kelsey's old. <laughs> but all right, whatever. You, you you manage, you do it, whatever. Not my team. I got three tight ends on there. The other tight end too is <laughs> the other question. You're the that's, Joe of tight ends. That's that's what I was gonna ask you. If if there's there's any conversation in your head in in interest in starting Durham Smythe over Njoku based on week one's performance. Uh, Njoku played in 73% of the snaps, targeted three times for two receptions, 24 yards, whereas um, Smythe, <laughs> Durham Smythe for the Dolphins was in 100% of the snaps, targeted seven times, three catches, 44 yards. Like they're not sexy numbers, but... Y- He's get he's getting all he's getting he got a hundred percent of the snap share or I'm sorry a hundred percent in the snaps and he was targeted a, a a good amount of times. The the thing too is with him is like he got the burners on the outside that people have to worry about and um one of those touchdowns like he kind of just let it fly over him to let the other guy catch it but he could have caught it and just made a touchdown so he could we could have had a different conversation where he had scored a touchdown with all these targets in the yards but. Uh, it's a tough one. I don't know. I think I gotta see it one more time. I might do it. Yeah, Depends see it on one the more game time. flow. Go and see it one more time. If if I need if if it's uh, luckily I have the advantage of these are late games. So if it looks like I need to swing for the fences, I think I put in Smythe. If I have a hefty lead, I think I leave in in joke. Let me tell you this right now, Caster. If you want any shot at winning this game, you put in Smythe over in Joku. I'll say that. <laughs> We'll see. I'll, I'll be able. I have the advantage to see how it's playing out. Yeah, you had an early advantage. My team already took a big old shit on Thursday. 
<laughs> Let's move on over to that side. Um, Mario, quarterback, Justin Fields, you know you got to do that. Uh, Nick Chubb, Alexander Madison did play. Um, didn't have the best game. I, is this the worst game he's he's played in? Is this the worst? Probably. The first, the worst non-Dalvin Cook game he's ever played? Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably likely. And okay. I don't know if this is direct karma for me making fun of Deion Jackson, who had 18 touches and was negative. But at one point, Madison had like 12 or 13 touches and was negative because of his fucking fumble. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was just laughing, thinking, man, I like when I went over Fonstat with Deion, I was like, this is actually impossible. How do you touch the ball 18 times and go negative? Well, I was close. Madison was close. Yeah, I, I was before the season started when we were all naming our team names, I was really upset that you didn't name your team name Alex just Alexander Madison um and mm-hmm. what that would have been a call towards the uh Hamilton play or the Hamilton yep. whatever it's called um but I'm kind of kind of glad now you didn't do that um based on based on what just happened last night yeah not 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 a great outing for him um you know can only go up from here though um you can't do anything about it now right you just gotta you just gotta hope that um well, the rest of your team kind of can I say that I did not like the prospect of having three guys go on Thursday Jefferson, AJ Brown, and Madison. But because I acquired players while other guys were on IR, I was two players over the roster limit. So I could not make any lineup changes uh, without making two cuts. So I was considering taking out Madison, especially after what we saw with Brees. You know, we talked about how the Jets are going to be kind of run heavy and um, even coming off the injury. He's probably, I, I just like the idea of getting Madison out, out of there. But I looked at their projection. They're all like one point apart. I'm like, is it worth cutting two players? And Van Jefferson's first on the chopping block. So I'm like, is it worth cutting two players? I was going to say, you're giving me shit about jo- with Josh Palmer. You have the same boner for Van Jefferson. <laughs> no, nah, he's he's about to get gone. He's His name is first on the list to be gone. <laughs> but if it, if it was just one, I would have done it. I would have taken, I would have cut Jefferson, moved him, moved Madison out and just watched and see it unfold. But because I was, I was over and I didn't want to like, I don't like having three tight ends, but Hunter Henry currently is the tight end too. I'm going to wait and see how he looks this second week. Cause I feel like he's the kind of guy I'm just going to cut. Someone's going to pick up. He's going to, he's going to finish his tight end five on the year or something like that. So, uh, I was, I was stuck. My hands were tied and it, it cost me, cost me dearly. I would love to get Madison out of that slot right now (laughs) and be able to start two out of the three, um, running backs on the bench. Damn. Hindsight. Yeah, I, I hate having guys go uh, uh, on Thursday night, especially when they do not so great or not so they don't meet your expectations because you got to wait those couple days to, to kind of hope your the rest of your team kind of um, um, balances everything out for you. Um, Justin Jefferson also played obviously last night, 11 for 13 uh, receptions, 159 yards. Um, he did have that one lost fumble. I'm not sure if y'all saw that play. Oh, I saw it. Uh, it's uh I know it's making its waves on social media. Everyone's saying like that, like how that rule is is written out, or like the outcome of that play, like how everyone's just so annoyed with it. Um, and I, I guess I I, I kind of agree. I, I don't I don't know if I'd call it a a fumble. Um, I could not it. call it a fumble. He fumbled it. I guess they they're arguing the rule that if you fumble out of the end zone, you shouldn't lose possession or something like that. Yes, that. But I I don't know. I've never thought about it deeply. But don't fucking fumble out of the end zone. Yeah, we're very, very unhappy with <laughs> dude. I was walking with Justin. We were working high school football. We were walking in the hallway. So I brought it up on my phone, literally right in time, see him catch it, and I go, oh, and then it punched out out of the end zone. I knew exactly what was about to happen. 
And I'm like, well, thank thank God I turned it on just in time to see this fucking play. All the yards he had just gotten wiped away with the minus two from the fumble. I, I think that's what I was getting at. I didn't I didn't see like when I saw the replay, I don't I, I didn't watch the game in full, but I don't I don't know if it was like a catch at like the, the two and then he and then he was going into the go, into the end zone or if he mm-hmm. caught it way before and he was running it in but i i i thought it was a catch like at the two and then i, I didn't know if he got full possession of it so that's what i he was he definitely had he he caught it like the five or something but he was he was making uh, okay, a move okay. running towards the end zone and then it got knocked loose before he crossed the plane and went out of bounds just one of those one of those fucking things got it uh it was it was fuck me thursday and that was part of it madison fumbling and then aj having his touchdown taken away were the other bits of it uh, fuck thank a. god a. brown Thank God for junk time and Jefferson saving me a little bit, even with his stupid fumble. That's AJ Brown's <laughs> fault. He just ran the ball That's more, salted the clock. H- he said Jabron, I think, but he meant AJ Brown. <laughs> oh, AJ Brown. Sorry. Fuck that guy. Uh, finishing out that lineup, Tyreek Hill, uh, questionable Mark Andrews. You mentioned AJ Brown, um, four receptions for 29 yards. Um, yeah. Just Devontae Smith stealing stealing the show there. Um, Javante Williams, um, kicker in Green Bay's D. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I, I'm looking at Brees Hall on the bench. Obviously, I don't think there's there's any. You can't can't make those swaps now. But yeah, he wasn't a hundred percent last week, but he, he had an amazing outing. Um, it, but, but yeah, you just can't do anything about that now. Um, Yep, those fucking being over the limit cost me. Being over the limit cost me. I would love to be able to. Yeah, does can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, Jaden Reed also yeah. on the bench. Uh, Christian Watson looks like he's gonna sit another game, so uh, might be the 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 Dobbs and I'd say Reed show, but only targeted five times last week for two two receptions on five targets, forty eight yards, uh, something. Um, Hunter Henry. I, Sorry, I'm, I'm. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it over. over <laughs> okay. Doing it over Andrews. Yeah, and I, he could very well score. Hunter Henry's just that guy who just scores touchdowns. He's gonna have like eight when the year is done. But I, I can't sit Andrews for him. Just can't do it. Can't do it. He was a full practice participant in this and, game. Andrews so that's was. A good sign. Okay. Yeah. But in change. Well, that's what I was gonna say. If. if that's what I was gonna say. If if Andrews doesn't play, like, is it Henry or Chig? And I think I'd play Henry, Henry. in that. Yeah. Okay. It's Henry. 100%. It would be Chig. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, if um, if, if Andrews got into full practice today, that's that's like you said, that's good news. He's more than likely to play, so shouldn't have to be a decision you have to make there. I I can already tell you the move I'm gonna make, and it's the second flex spot. Obviously, you know, I would take out AJ right now if I could, but with what I can do. It's between Javante, Brees Hall, and then the mystery third, Josh Kelly. Now that Austin Eckler is doubtful, looks like he's going to be the bell cow. Brees Hall has the injury concerns. Javante also coming back from his own leg injury. And I'm flashing back to two playoff years ago when Austin Eckler missed the game. And I started Justin Jackson in his place who lit up (laughs) Castro in the postseason. So I'm feeling feeling a little bit of history repeating itself. And I'm like 95% sure... I can't make the move now because I'm still one player over the limit, but uh, I w- I'm going to make a cut by Sunday if I need to, but I'm pretty sure Josh Kelly's going to find the starting lineup in that Javante spot. Lame. Huh. Okay. I'd, 
I saw Brees, and I, I'm very aware he can run for 80 at any given moment, especially against the Cowboys D, and I know they're going to be run heavy. I'm just I'm just a little concerned about that team's ability to get first downs and stay on the field. I think they'll still have to stop the run. It's a little scary, but I, I just trust the Chargers' ability to move the ball and be in scoring position more often than the Jets. Well, there you have it. <laughs> so we got. There you have it. What do you need these for? I'm just saying my reasoning. And funny enough, when I make that move, we're going to be de- almost dead even at 95 on the projection. Um, my worst omen, Nick Folk. Uh, he's projected 6.66 points <laughs> this week. And I've already been cursed by all three of the players that have gone so <laughs> far. So uh, I don't know. If I'm anyone trying to break this tie, I look at that and I look at the shit show my three players did already. And you can bank that Brees Hall on my bench will score. Javante Williams on my bench will score. And Josh Kelly will get hurt in the first quarter. There it is. Yeah, I and I, like for the picks, I took I took Mario. Um, this was before uh the Thursday night game. <laughs> um and I, I'm still I'm still taking Mario, mainly because I don't know if y'all know this, but in your head-to-head uh regular season matchup history, Castro's won. Uh, eight games to Mario, your three. And I kind of want to start to see this uh, uh, even out a little bit. Um, I mean, you can only do so much this season. But um, no, I like Mario's team a little bit more than Caster's right now. So uh, I'm sticking with it. That picked me. (laughs) (laughs) We're, uh, yeah, any given Sunday. I I feel like I should be like a five-point underdog, mostly because Joe Burrow... I think it's going to have the bounce back game, but yeah, uh, that's really what I'm most afraid of. I don't like Gibbs. He's good, but he's still a rookie. I'm hoping, hoping he doesn't have his, he's going to have his breakout game at some point. I'm just hoping it's not this week. Uh, yeah. I don't believe in Njoku. Leave him in. We'll see. I got time. I got time to make that decision. I like that. I like the spot I'm in. I have, I have a really good picture of what I need. All right. Is that all of them? That's it. That's all of them. Oh, another week in the books. (laughs) They're going by fast. For real. When we did the last podcast and I woke up Thursday, I was like, holy shit, it's game day. All right. Like it's, (laughs) it's happening fast. Happening very fast. Uh, All right. We've almost hit two hours. You know how much money we probably saved you by keeping you for two hours? (laughs) You're welcome. You're too late. <laughs> Are you going to take a nap and, and, and go out or turn in for the night and go out in the morning? Take a nap. Yeah. You know what that means in our my family? What does it gamble. mean? Go gamble. We literally say, hey, we're going to go take a nap and we wink and that means we're going downstairs. <laughs> That's going to be our uh, our secret secret language if we go uh, in here in a couple months when we're around Mario. Like, oh yeah, we're just going to go back to our rooms. We're going to take a nap here. <laughs> we're not going to get gamble some more. Nap time? That's what you got. That's what you do. Nap time? Just point at you. <laughs> so, all right. It's Jamaican John time for me. <laughs> you guys go nap. Do that. Okay, then. Well, uh, thank you all for hopping on. We squeezed it in. We'll be back in the chats in the next couple of days, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Best of luck, everyone, in week two. We'll see you to recap all these calls in a few days. Thanks, everyone. Good, Good luck. luck. See you.